Well, welcome to another episode of Hope in the Good Life, a podcast that brings you stories of hope from those connected in different ways to Catholic Social Services of Southern Nebraska. I'm John Sukup, your host, and with me today is a guy that has no problem tooting his own horn. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, bad joke, but uh, not a bad performance. I love it. Oh, good, good. Kevin Murray, that's the voice you're hearing. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you, John. Thanks for asking me. How many years have you organized Trumpet Fest, a benefit for CSS? Well, with the one year out for COVID, it's this is the 19th one. And it all started probably in 2001 when a friend of mine asked me to um, help out um, the uh, Catholic Social Services Golf Tournament fundraiser. He, I said, what do I do? He said, well, just go ask your friends for donations for the auction. I said, okay. So I was asking around, and this one friend of mine had his own business and everything. I said, so how about... You know, you donate something to this auction for Catholic Social Services, their golf tournament. He says, Kevin, I'll donate because I'm just sure that if it weren't for Catholic Social Services counseling program, my son wouldn't still be alive today. Oh, my gosh. And that's exactly my reaction. Eyes got big and like, wow, this is definite proof that this is this is a great place. This is someplace that does good work. So then I just started thinking about, well, when could I do something? What do I know? Well, I, I know a lot of trumpet players. And um, I think it's kind of cool to hear trumpets play. And so I just uh, organized the first trumpet fest. And the first 16 years, I think we were at Pius. And then the opportunity came up to have a little bit better uh, family of people to know about it. So we moved it to St. Joseph's Church. And we've had the three of the last four years because we had the COVID out, but we've had it there and, and we've had, you know, good turnout and it's a great place to play. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. February 19th in St. Joseph's. February 19th, um, two o'clock to whenever we get done, usually hour and a half or so. Uh, there's also Dr. Daryl White does a um, master class from one to two for any trumpet players at all. I mean, a lot of the older guys even in there listening to him, you know, and uh, so that's kind of fun, but we're one of the things that I found out early on that uh, trumpet fest could inspire young people to be better with their instrument, to be better even if they didn't end up being trumpet players, but end up with a lifelong look at music, something that they could do when they're an old guy like me. <laughs> you know, they could still be doing making music. Um, the sports ends pretty fast, uh, mm-hmm. you know, 40 maybe if you're lucky. Mm-hmm. And so um, I had um, the blessing of a young lady named Maria who came to us when she was nine years old and started playing every year. And at nine years old, she was playing solos that most high school kids struggle with. Uh, she was brilliant. What I got going this year that I'm very excited about, my uh, oldest goddaughter has an 11-year-old son, Gabe Kavan, and one of my best friends, Amy Flaminio's daughter is Ella, who I actually started on trumpet about four years ago, and they're going to play a little trio with me to start the show. And, you know, whenever I play at church, all the little kids, man, their heads come up and they're like, oh, wow, what's that? It's a you great know? attention getter. It is. Yeah. And so... <laughs> You know, that part of it, when you said hope, you know, that's that's one of the things. That's that's the hope of young people finding something that they can do all their life and enjoy and, and have fun with it. The other part of it is we've raised a reasonable amount of money in those 19 years. We take a free will offering. And actually, if anybody knows me, they know I wear a hat every day. We pass my hats through the crowd, literally, and collect money. And, you know, we've we probably average about 
over the years now, we've averaged around 1,800 to 2,000 a year, which is quite a bit. But it all adds up. You know, two grand will do a lot of good down here. Yeah. And so we're happy with that. We also give away CDs for a donation. I have two CDs I recorded. We have Daryl White's. We have some uh, Nebraska Brass, Nebraska Jazz Orchestra. They're kindly donated, and the money from those all go into the pot for the Catholic Social Services also. Well, it's great that you're not only providing hope for the people that CSS serves, but you're giving some hope to some of these kids that may not have thought about uh, a musical instrument or you're, you're giving them uh, an inspiration, I suppose, more than hope about uh, what to do with their lives in the future. This is more of a classical type trumpet or is it different genres? This is everything from the little kids playing the first duet out of the Rubank book that every musician in any band goes through. Then, you know, I'm, I'm playing Amazing Grace. It's a little bit of a solo, a little bit of a descant church hymns. One of the things I try to do is get people to realize there's more horns that are played than just the B-flat trumpet. Hmm. C trumpet, I'm going to play on flugelhorn. Daryl White's going to play this great piece called Sicilian on the E-flat trumpet. So those are classical. But we have a, an older gentleman like me who comes every year and plays a classic blues or a big band or Sinatra or some tune. Now you're talking. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. <laughs> and uh, John Tavlin, who comes quite often, and he'll play some uh, same thing, kind of big band lead trumpet kind of thing for us. Um then we do have some classical things with uh, the UNL students. Most of them are studying a, a piece for, you know, for their classes. We always have closed the show with Daryl White playing a little jazz. This year we have the best jazz piano player you've never heard of. His name's Jeff Jenkins, and he's a personal. He and Daryl are the trio with hopefully Hans Sturm, who is the bass professor at the university, and they close the show uh, when the Saints or some kind of some kind of piece like that that you would hear mm-hmm. it at uh, Jazz in June. Right. So there's a there's a wide va- variety of things. You're not just going to hear trumpet fanfares, and you know da 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 da. You know it's not all that stuff. There'll be a little of it, but there will be a lot of everything else. Now you've been doing this for 19 years. You yep. say, or this yep. will be the 19th. This year. will be the 19th one. Let's go back way to the beginning and just the feeling overall, not so much the money raised, not so much the, you, the fact that you're performing, but what in your heart makes you want to do this year after year? Well, it's the same thing that happens when I play at church or when I play anywhere. People, don't, people come up to me afterwards and they don't say, boy, you played great. They say, thank you for doing that. Thank you for doing that. The people at church tell me thank you for adding to the liturgy. Um, but um, even players, they'll come up afterwards and that have first time they've played and they'll go, wow, that was awesome. Thank you for doing that. You know, so um, I, I was at the Villa Marie dance on uh, Friday night last week. And this young man, he's younger than me, I don't know, probably 45. Anyway, he comes over and he, he sits down next to me and talking. He says, you know what? I got my trumpet out. I said, really? That's great. He said, yeah, about the first, all I could do at first was just play taps. But he said, I got a little better. And this year I stood out of the side, the retreat residence where my parents are living and played Christmas carols. (laughs) It's like, man, made me cry. (laughs) When you can inspire anybody to do something good for somebody, Hmm. for anybody, one person, I tell everybody when I have my store, you know, if one person went out of my store every day that felt better than when they came in, you know, that was the goal. That was a great day. So it's the same way with this. And um, the one person I don't want to forget to mention is Barb Schmidt, 
uh, Barb and I are the only two that have played at every trumpet fest. Hmm. And she is kind of my tech person. I call her about early December and say, Barb, trumpet fest is so-and-so. Type up a nice email and get it out. To-. She's got the list of all the trumpet players because I don't do anything technologically well. <laughs> <laughs> but you know how to talk on a mic pretty well. Well, so. I yeah. Good you know, job. Like I said, I'm a wind-up <laughs> toy. Ask me a question. Great. Well, again, Trumpet Fest is coming up Sunday, February 19th from 2 to 4 at St. Joe's Catholic Church in Lincoln. Uh, there will be a master class from 1 to 2 with uh, Dr. Daryl White. Now, you could do a benefit for any charity. Why CSS? What, do you, what is it about Catholic Social Services that you believe in? Well, uh, two things. One is, obviously, I'm Catholic. I, um, I'm a convert, and but I started going... Uh, to mass with my wife almost as soon as I met her, and we've been married 50 years. So mm-hmm. it took me a while to find the right priest to talk to to convert, but I got that done. Mm-hmm. So that's very important to me. However, the flip side of that is Catholic social services is almost a misnomer because they don't care. You know, they want to, you know, Catholic services for the poor is what it amounts to, that where they're located, constantly uh, Father uh, Kubat was always going down uh, into the those under those bridges and and waterways and stuff and ministering to these homeless people and they have them they have uh, the you know all the stuff lunch programs and everything they do um, it's it's amazing what it is for me is is a music ministry and I don't make a big deal of this but uh, I do get hired from time to time to play a wedding or a funeral and whatever I get paid. I just give it right to Catholic Social Services. Oh, well, I, I've never made a dime. I've never made a dime off my horn personally. Um, I just try to help out, and and I try to get that message. It's a way of evangelizing. That's what we're all talking about in the church right now. Is mm-hmm. how how to evangel. How do you evangelize? And so I don't make a big deal. I try not to preach, but I do tell stories about the people that I've seen that have been helped. And, you know, when I'm down there at the offices and I see these people come in and pick up a loaf of bread and that might be all they have to eat for two days, you know, who knows? And so humbling, that's the right word for it. It's humbling. Hope in the Good Life is this podcast. Thank you so much for joining myself. I'm John Sukup, along with Kevin Murray, who is heading up the 19th annual Trumpet Fest, again coming up on Sunday, February 19th. Uh, Thanks for joining us once again on Hope in the Good Life. You've been listening to Hope in the Good Life with Catholic Social Services Development Officer John Sukup. CSS is a nonprofit organization that has been around for nearly a century, helping our neighbors in need of all faiths across 24,000 square miles of southern Nebraska. If you would like to connect, donate, or volunteer with CSS, please visit cssshope.org or call 402-474-1600.